on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This this is Newstalk. And we'll begin with the Irish Independent, a shocking photograph of uh, Iceland where thousands of people have been left without water as a new volcanic eruption in the south has destroyed pipes. A state of emergency has been declared there as the lava spreads. That's the photo on the front of the Indo. The main story, switch to electric vehicles helps fuel surge in car loans. So a load of people are getting car loans and it's being blamed on a switch to electric vehicles helping to fuel a huge increase in the value of car loans. Households are also taking out more green loans as well as borrowing for home improvements and holidays. The number of car loans rose by almost 26% to just shy of 15,000 in the period from July to September last year. And one in five of those were for electric vehicles. So we're starting to see now more interest in electric vehicles. Uh, They're a wee bit more expensive, so that's why people might have to get a little loan to help pay for it. And obviously they'd be hoping that they make their money back uh, in terms of fuel costs and things like that. I have to say I've an electric vehicle and um, certainly enjoying it and not noticing any big increase in the electricity bill or anything like that. Um, so we'll see if it, it leads to more and more people getting EVs, but certainly those who are seem to be taking out loans to pay for them. Now, the Irish Times has another survey today. This survey is about the referendums coming up in March. Uh, The referendums on recognising non-marital families and care in the home are on course to pass, though most voters say they know hardly anything at all about the proposed changes. So it's quite interesting. All these people are saying they'll vote yes, yes. And when you ask them, they know very little about what the referendums involve. A clear majority of voters in the latest opinion poll currently say they'll vote yes to both, though with better informed voters more likely to vote against the proposed changes, the lead for the yes side may shrink as polling day approaches, according to Pat Leahy, writing in the Irish Times. How will you vote in the family referendum? 52% say yes, 15 say no and don't know, 27%. And then in the care referendum, 59% say they'll vote yes, 12% no and 23% don't know. So there's plenty of don't knows out there who need their minds made up. The Irish Examiner, Gardaí are probing arson links to far right. Gardaí are building a pool of information from investigations into 19 fires now at properties linked to asylum seekers, which could reveal if there are links to prominent far-right agitators. The Irish Examiner understands that Gardaí have identified 15 online players with a significant profile in right-wing extremism and they're examining if they are linked to these arson attacks now. And listening to the Taoiseach on the Pat Kenny show here on News Talk yesterday, uh, he seems very confident that there's going to be further arrests and there is a significant Garda operation underway. The Irish Independent, by the way, does a map around the country this morning of where the arson attacks have been uh, and it is right around the country and all the properties were either rumoured locally or were being earmarked for asylum seekers and they are the ones that have been targeted The Irish Daily male priest had child access despite abuse allegation. A Jesuit priest who was accused of child sexual abuse was allowed access to children for 11 years after a complaint was first made. Father Paul Andrews, uh, 
who handled the complaints about a serial paedophile cleric, has now been named as an alleged abuser himself for the first time. That is on the front of the Irish Daily Mail. The Irish Daily Star, Daddy and Daughter Murder Charge. The Irish Daily Mirror, Double Murder Accused. A man has appeared in court uh, charged with the double murder of a father and his young daughter. Philip Griffin is also charged with setting fire to a house in Tralee that led to the deaths of Anthony O'Brien and five-year-old Nadine. Uh, the Irish Sun on the front page thrown to the Lions. This is the news that manager, managerless Ireland have landed the toughest possible Nations League group facing off against England. And the boys in green also face Finland and Greece. Uh, England last met Ireland competitively in a one-all draw in 1991 and obviously the boys in green still have to replace Stephen Kenny. They still have to get a new manager. Now inside the papers, a priest has shocked his parishioners, according to the star, after he blasted Bambi Thug for slamming their orientation in his face, adding that Ireland is finished as a country. Bambi Thug, of course, was selected a couple of weeks ago to represent Ireland at the Eurovision. Not everyone happy about the selection. And at Sunday Mass, Father Declan McInerney, parish priest of Aircourt in Clonfert and Meelick in Galway, hit out at Bambi Thug, saying, The poor devil can neither sing nor dance. He told his congregation, Now brace yourselves, my friends, for this one. I switched on, and to discover it was the selection process for Eurosong, a song that will leave Ireland, that will represent Ireland and the Irish people, and what we are all about, my friends. And all I can say is, we are finished. We are finished as a country, and before anyone jumps on their high horse and go, he's giving out now about certain orientations. I couldn't give two continental hoots what anyone is. Is, but I don't need it slammed in my face on the Late Late Show. That was according to Father uh, Declan McInerney and the sermon was filmed. It's gone viral on social media. You've probably come across it yourself and the star is covering that. So uh, Bambi Thug still in for a lot of criticism. Mind you, um, I do remember seeing Marion Finucane years ago saying that it's quite good professionally to have your name read from the pulpit. Not the worst thing in the world for your career to have that happen to you. Now, elsewhere in the papers, interesting one in the Irish Independent, Barry Keoghan uh, has said that he was banned from the cinema for trying to sneak into films for free. So he said he would try sneak into a Dublin cinema as a teenager to watch films for free, which resulted in him being banned from Cineworld on Parnell Street. Uh, and he said, I was banned for being a brat, basically, running in and trying to watch movies. Uh, they were trying to stop a kid from watching movies. And he says, you know, it could be a future Oscar nominee there. Just saying, and then you took him away. Excuse me. Then you took him away from films. So quite interesting to go from being banned uh, from the cinema to being the people, uh, pers- the person that people go and see in the cinema. More about that in the Irish Independent. A big interview uh, he did on YouTube recently. Staying with film and TV, the star goes through the top ten Netflix most watched shows. And uh, these are the most watched shows of all time. Um, So we look here, even one from this year, Fool Me Once, the 2024 drama, features in the top 10. Uh, As of last Sunday, Fool Me Once had received an 84.9 million views record since it debuted on the 1st of January. It's officially the ninth most watched show ever on Netflix. Also in the top 10, we have Wednesday, Stranger Things, 
Dahmer, Bridgerton, The Queen's Gambit. I've seen none of these. I have Netflix and I haven't seen them. The Night Agent, haven't seen it. Stranger Things, uh, the other season two of Bridgerton, Fool Me Once and The Witcher. So clearly, I'm not watching the right things on Netflix. Only saw Fool Me Once. But anyway, there's the top 10 uh, if you're looking for something to watch over the weekend. And finally, in the mirror, if you're looking for something to do for Valentine's Day, well, bowling alleys and cinemas are bracing themselves for a surge in loved-up customers on Valentine's Day. This is according to new data from AIB looking at what we spent money on on the 14th of February last year and uh, spending for bowling alleys and cinemas increased by 86% compared with other Tuesdays in February. Um, Also, uh, the busiest spending time on Valentine's Day was over lunch between 1 and 2 p.m. I wonder if that was men running out to try and get last minute cards, chocolates, flowers, purchasing online in florists, peaked on the 13th of February between 4 and 5pm and the average bunch of flowers being bought for a loved one was €45. Maybe this year that's a lesson. Don't leave it so last minute. Don't wait until the 13th of February to get flowers for the 14th of February. Anyway, those are the stories making the headlines in the papers. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com This is Newstalk.